him have it, Chris. Let him have it, Chris. Let him have it, Chris. Let him have it. 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 You're listening to Aerial View worldwide on the internet. No sex what kind of radio show is this? I heard his voice on tape and it really put the rock in my many, many times. And the host's Nice to stay in Jersey, and I don't care who you are. Chris, you get out of school. Let's talk. I'm sick of talking. Stop, stop, stop. 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 Where did you come from? 
I think you're the cause of all this. I think you're evil! Evil! Hi, I was wondering if this was the same Chris T who does um, the radio show. Um, Because if it is, I think your show is really great. Um, But if it isn't, um, I'm sorry to have bothered you. Hey, you today. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Nice to see you. Have a nice day. You know, those words hurt. But of course, you must realize they come from a man who's gone mad with depression. Yeah, unfortunately, it seems to happen to some of our greatest geniuses. People like Oppenheimer, Schweitzer, Boxcar Willie. And that's why today we're especially sad to announce that Chris has in fact been found certifiably depressed. I know how to talk to people. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. You've got to find a way to give them a dollar and take two. (laughs) Not an easy task. This is an important message from the CDC. You have been recognized as someone who has been in direct contact with a person or persons who have COVID-19 coronavirus. You are required to remain where you are and self-quarantine for 14 days and possibly more due to your small wieners. Tiny wieners have willing more quarantine days. Wiener signs like yours could triple your time. Please be advised that you have a tiny wiener. Yeah, you bet your sweets, Mr. Kami. Who am I? What am I? (laughs) I am uh, Chris T. This is Aerial View here on the houndnyc.com where uh, every Sunday hound howls at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and then crashing the party. Mark and Miriam, the doo-wop chop shop of the air and then aerial views on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and I'll admit it I haven't done one for a while a live aerial view but this one's live and to prove it I'm gonna open up the phones if you want to call in at 760-422-5528-760 I call AV AV standing for aerial view. So uh, give us a ring right now if you'd like to uh, get something off your chest, as they say. Tonight, uh, 
OMG Canada. Sweet Tea and I made the trip recently. We were up in Canada last week at this time, as a matter of fact. Drove up there on uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And uh, we stayed three days, because Ben Franklin pointed out, didn't he, that guests like fish begin to stink after three days. So you don't want to overdo your welcome when you're visiting, especially around the holidays. Get in, get out, don't break anything. That's what I say. But uh, we decided to do Thanksgiving in Canada. We were going to go for Canadian Thanksgiving, which is sometime in October. And please don't ask me what they do on Canadian Thanksgiving. I, I, I don't know. They eat a lot of food, probably. That's right, Raj. Canadian Thanksgiving. Roger the Engineer is here at uh, Aerial View HQ. Uh, he might be checking on the equipment for all I know. Marty's around here somewhere too. And I think Marty's more or less like in training as a cat engineer. So we missed Canadian Thanksgiving. I'm, I don't remember why, but we were kind of excited about the idea of going up there to uh, Kingston, Ontario, where... Sweet Tea's cousin lives. It's a little town on the banks of Lake Ontario. Sort of midway between Toronto and Montreal. That's about where it is. It's a nice little town. We've been up there a couple of times. But we haven't gone since pre-pandemic 2018, I think, was our last visit. So we were overdue for a visit. And uh, it was a relatively easy drive. It was about six hours to get up there. Not a big deal at all. Not a lot of traffic. We thought we were going to hit a lot of holiday travelers, and it didn't pan out that way, so that's good. And we had a nice time traipsing around Kingston, just going in and out of the various stores. I was looking particularly for Long John's. There's a brand I like, Canadian brand, called Stanfields. And I found some, but then they were horribly overpriced. I went into the store and found the ones I wanted, 100% cotton, tops and bottoms. And then saw the price and did the conversion and said to myself, I can get them cheaper directly from Stanfields. Why would I buy them here? So that was a bit screwy. But as we went in and out of these stores in Kingston, I, I, I began to notice something. And that's that the retail experience was vastly different up there. Vastly different. Here, down here in New Jersey, when you go into a retail establishment, and admittedly, I haven't done a lot of that. The pandemic shifted that whole idea. And I haven't done a lot of it because I'm always disappointed when I do the retail thing instead of ordering something online because, generally speaking, they don't have what I'm looking for in the store. Today was a good example. I went to the Home Depot today to get a Christmas tree with sweet tea, and I was looking for incandescent C9-sized replacement bulbs 
for these lights that we have on our porch. They come in a set of like seven. You get white and uh, green and red and orange and blue. And I used to be able to buy them there at the Home Depot. They had them there. Not anymore. Not anymore. They're like, fuck you and your incandescent C9 bulbs. We ain't got. Go online and buy that shit if you want it so bad. So that's my general retail experience. They ain't got what I'm looking for. I got to get it online. But generally speaking, if I go into a place like, a let's say, Garden State Plaza Mall, whatever the hell it's called, in Paramus, because New Jersey is not only known for uh, the diners that we have here, but the malls. There's a lot of malls. I'm like seven minutes from one of the largest malls in the country. American Dream in the Meadowlands, which is more of a nightmare. That's another subject. But when I was in Paramus Park Mall and I went, or Garden State Plaza Mall, whatever the hell it's called, I went to go to the Apple store. I had to do something with my laptop and I had to kill some time while Apple was looking at my laptop and went in and out of a few stores. And, and the uh, the sales clerks would greet you right away. You'd walk in, hello. What brings you in today? That kind of thing. But then they would kind of quickly lose interest. And if there was two or more sales clerks in the store, they they would be looking at their phones or otherwise engaged. It seemed like the whole idea of waiting on you was like secondary, almost. Not in Canada. In Canada, OMG. They pounce on you as soon as you walk in. They give you a friendly greeting they they walk they follow you around the store <laughs> and uh they get more than one clerk involved there's always multiple clerks involved in the sale i i i, I it's uncanny i went to one place that was a art supply store and i ended up seeing this display of uh lamy pens l a m y i think that's how you pronounce it i never heard it pronounced who the hell knows but I'm a fan of a decent pen, and I wanted to look at pens, and it's going to be the holidays sooner, or it is the holidays, and I thought, okay, maybe a gift. Maybe a gift. And I'm not kidding you when I tell you it took five salespeople, sales clerks, over the course of this sale. So so I thought tonight we would uh, do another installment of Canada Calling and reach out to our friend Dave in Toronto. And see if he's there to uh, give us an update since the last time we spoke, which was during the Freedom Convoy that took over the streets of Ottawa back in whenever the hell that was. What was it, February, something like that, Dave? Do you remember? Sorry, I missed the beginning of that. Hi, Chris. The uh, Freedom Convoy, when was that? Was that back in uh, February or uh, yeah. January, something yeah. like that? Yeah. That's exactly when, yes. Yeah. Uh, what was the uh, aftermath of all that, by the way? I know Trudeau invoked some kind of government powers so that uh, they, he could put an end to it, but was there any lingering after effects of that whole thing? There actually are after effects that are being felt right now. In fact, a uh, royal inquiry was held to determine whether it was appropriate for him to have invoked the Measures Act at all. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so that testimony is actually underway. Actually, I think it just wrapped up last week. 
And so now we're just waiting to, you know, hear what the hell comes out of that. Yeah. Who initiated that inquiry? Was it like the opposition party or, or who? Uh, yeah, I believe it was the opposition party insisted on it. And strange but true, the leader of the opposition party, the newly crowned um, leader of the opposition party, a fellow by the name of Pierre Pollier, was in fact a supporter of these anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. And he is actually anti-vaxxer himself. So as much as you'd like to think that uh, you know, we're all sane and rational on this side of the border, we have our own issues here. We yeah. really do. Well, that's interesting you say that because I do tend to see Canadians as more sane and rational. And you're saying maybe I shouldn't. I mean, come on. I, I no, really comparatively. Actually, in general, we are. But we do have the same kind of people that like to see the world through their lens exclusively thinking that the lens is white and Christian, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, you, you, you've been around America a long time. I have. (laughs) I have. So, you know, you got to remember, we had Rob Ford before you guys even had Donald Trump. So before the right was crazy, we had genuine wackadoo. We yeah. had a genuine wackadoo who was actually on crack saying he wasn't on crack and that these were all completely made up allegations until the video of him sucking on a crack pipe came out. So, yeah, you know, I remember that much like, you know, much like, you know, you had that um, uh, that entertainment extra clip of, of him, of Trump saying, grab him by the pussy there. You actually had your 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 truth, too. But. You know, there was selective ignorance on that one, right? Yeah, and he's dead now, right? Yeah, he did. He passed away of uh, of a very rare cancer. It yeah. actually killed his father hmm. at the same age. So, yeah, sad story there. And his brother is still around, though, right? His brother is not only still around, he put, picked up his city council seat and then ran for uh, premier, which is the equivalent, the Canadian equivalent of a governor. Um, and um, of Ontario is our province. and is the premier of Ontario, and as a matter of course, he's done, been kind of um, doing things to not get along with Trudeau because you know he's of a different party. So, yeah, gumming up the works. You mean trying to trying to trying gum to. up the works? Uh, and I take it he's a populist. He's one of those populists. It sounds completely like. yeah. completely a populist. I mean, one of the big things that he stood for uh, going into the election was there's this area called the Green Belt, which is a giant swath of land that encompasses the northern parts of Toronto. And it's big and it's farmland and it's 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 meant to be left green so that we can produce food and also so that we can, you know, so that nature has a place to live. So the this land, because it's green belt, is really worth like pennies on the dollar, for example, as opposed to just being part of being part of developed land. It would be worth like 15 to 30 times more. Well, strange but true, the people who um, the people who owned some of these sections of land sold off little parcels to developers and the developers then miraculously had these sections of land okayed by development for by the Ontario government. And it also turns out that these same developers were great big, huge contributors 
to the uh, Progressive Conservative Party of Ontario, i.e. Doug Ford. So everyone's saying, oh, no, the, he, Doug Ford doesn't, isn't in the developer's pockets is basically a liar. Hmm. So and now the, these pieces of land which the developers bought for nickels are worth like thousands and thousands of dollars. And they want to develop it and turn it into what housing, retail. They want to turn crap. it into housing. Now the the good point on this thing is that yes, we're suffering a huge housing crisis, but these houses are so far out of the out of the city that the only people who are going to be able to afford, to live out there really are people who are really wealthy building mega huge houses out in the way suburbs. Hmm. So it's really not going to satisfy anything. If they really want to do that, there are tracts of land in Toronto that they could give to the city to develop. Well, but they I, don't. It's interesting. Uh, when we were speaking the other day, we were talking about where Toronto stands. It's number five, supposedly, in the top five most expensive cities in North America. So yeah. Five is Toronto, four is Hamilton, Ontario, then Vancouver, British Columbia at three. Hamilton? Yeah, believe it or not. Mississauga, Ontario is at number two, and then New York City is at number one. And yeah, I don't know. It's interesting the way they, they rank these things, but they're, they're yeah, talking I, I don't, about. I don't know where that came from because Hamilton is, is dirt cheap. Really? Hamilton, yeah, Hamilton's dirt cheap, and Mississauga, too, is also, we're talking major, deep, dark suburb from Toronto, so no, not that not that horrible. But if you want to live downtown in Toronto, forget it, man. Downtown Toronto is uh, hideously expensive, something. Hideously yeah. expensive. Hideously and, expensive. And, you know, it's, it's getting now so that the only people that will ever be able to live in the city core are renters. Yeah. And yeah. that really actually... Isn't that unusual? Because in Europe, apparently, that's the norm. Mm -hmm. Because people have owned these properties in England, or rather in Europe, for generations and generations and generations. And mm. they're not going to sell them. They can rent them out and live out in, in wherever they live quite comfortably. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a real problem, eh? Oh, look, I sound Canadian. I said, hey. Eh? <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, though, because I started talking about the retail uh, situation up in uh, Canada. And, and I, I was talking to you when we spoke the other day. I was mentioning like what my shopping experience was like going in and out of these stores and how these clerks were all so attentive and and to the point of sort of being annoying and the experience <laughs> i had in the in the art store trying to buy a pen that i knew i already wanted really all i wanted this guy to do was tell me the price of the pen and i think i must have waited five minutes for him to get to that part he went into everything else and then he got somebody else involved in the sale asking questions of this other clerk and the whole time I'm standing resisting the urge to say, hey, you know, tap my watch and say, hey, I'm from the States. I don't have this kind of time. You know, now, you see, you see, I find that really a unique experience, because personally, if I was you, I would have been there in two minutes saying, dude, the price, just tell me. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think you got you got some really very gung ho people there. And like I know um, you you told me about how the retail experience here was that they were really attentive and stuff like that. And, and the, the fact really is, is that you were in a small town shopping on the main street. Mm -hmm. If you were to do that in Toronto, nobody would look at you or they'd say, I'm sorry, I'm with somebody else. Leave me alone. 
Ah, ah. You know? so the lesson Seriously, here is don't is shop really in Toronto. Oh, That's yeah. the no, lesson. Come, come shop in Toronto and we'll treat you just like, we'll treat you like crap like you've been treated everywhere else. And you know? do they treat Americans worse than they treat Canadians? No, they don't really, you know, unless unless you've got a real strong accent and you're just letting it all like that, that you're from Alabama, they won't know that you're from the States. You know? Oh, I, what, yeah. I mean, I could do Jersey. I could be, hey, oh, you know, I could yeah, do the whole well, Jersey could, thing. But they'd still, I, they really wouldn't treat you any differently, all right. you know? I'm sorry no. to hear that. That's That's distressing. Oh, well, I guess shop in a small town. Yeah, but yeah, but same deal. Shop in a small town, even in the states, and mm-hmm. you're going to find you're going to have Bob who works there in the store who knows his stuff really well, and will be able to take care of you. But similarly, just as your your experience was in shopping in Kingston, shopping in a small town in a Main Street store will have more of a premium on a price than you'd pay at J.C. Penney for the same item. Or Hudson's Bay uh, stores, exactly. I guess, right? Exactly. Uh, wow. Well, we're learning so much here. And, it, you know, I like talking to Dave, who I met. We were probably teenagers still. How, how old are you? You think? No, I was 21 when 21? we 21? I yeah. might have been around the same age. I think you and I are basically the same age. So we were yeah. probably around the same same age. Yeah. But we met in, in uh, New York, right? We met at a nihilistic show, probably. Something. Correct. Crazy. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, w- I was dragged out to to long island to see you guys play and i was i had never even been on a long island train and it was like where the hell am i being taken and then yeah i i met you uh you were playing i think you were playing cards with some guys and you had your fingers cut off and you had what looked like a stub of a cigar in your mouth right and i was like this guy's really scary and uh, somehow we became friends yeah I had the gloves of my the tips of the gloves cut off, not my fingers, right? The, True. They oh, were sorry, fingerless yes. tips gloves. Of, tips of the gloves, yes. Right. I like the fingerless gloves, but uh, and and then we started hanging around a bit. At the time, you were in Brooklyn, weren't you? Living over by Eastern Parkway, if memory yes. serves, Grand Army Plaza. God, and, you couldn't yes. afford to live there now, Dave. There's no I way in hell. You. And like the place we had that was six fifty for three bedrooms yeah. with a with a um, you know living room and a dining room and a kitchen yeah 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 couldn't afford that now uh but now uh back in your homeland in in canada and what is the national mood these days in canada i i let's put a finger on the pulse of canada for a minute what would you say is the the national mood uh some might say the national mood well some people would be saying it's time to get rid of the Trudeau government and move on with uh, the conservatives and get some of this namby-pamby stuff off. Uh, others would say, no, you're saying that because you're just tired. But the fact is, is I think the Trudeau government's done a pretty good job of stuff. They just announced uh, yesterday that they are putting in a national program to give um, children under 12 dental care up to, I think it's a thousand bucks a year. Oh my gosh. Uh, based, based on income and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. unless, as long as you're earning under 125 K, you're going to be getting money from the government to pay for your kids' teeth. Hmm. That's not bad. No, not bad at all. And that was actually put into place because uh, Trudeau actually is, has a minority government because they don't have enough seats to make a majority. So he had to join together with the New Democratic Party, which is essentially as leftist as Canada can get. Um, but a terrific party, terrific party. They're really 
They, but they've never been able to, they've never formed a government ever. They've never had enough people vote for them. Hmm. Um, but anyways, because they are in the party, they were able to say, listen, you want our support. We want this. And the Trudeau government agreed. So that's kind of some good stuff going on. What about when um, uh, Xi scolded him, the the Chinese uh, president? That was pretty good, huh? It was pretty good. It was kind of interesting <laughs> that she decided to scold Justin. It's like, yeah, yeah, fuck off. It was, oops, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Really no, you like, can say fuck off. That's well, fine. still, it it was like uh, I thought it was really funny, and I think everyone in Canada, the well, it, certain people on in right wing politics said, "You see, he's really not fit to be a, a prime minister." And other people were saying, "Look, he he called out she to say, no, sorry." I work in a democratic government, and mm-hmm. we tell people what the issues are. Yeah. He said, quote, in Canada, we believe in free and open and frank dialogue, unquote. So fuck <laughs> off, China. <laughs> Damn. I like that. He smacked down, uh, you know, a, a autocrat and dictator. He did. He yeah. did. Good for and, him. And, uh, you know, it's sad to see what's going on in China because it looked like, you know, it might be Tiananmen Square 2.0, but they've shut that puppy down. Yeah. Fast, fast. Oh, the protest over the, yeah. uh, the yeah. zero COVID zero policy? Yeah. Yeah, but it was also looking like it was a referendum on Xi himself mm. and calling for more democracy, which, you know. Forget that. That ain't happening. Uh, you know, no, look, until the military decides they don't want to uh, do what he says, uh, what are you going to do? I mean, it's, you know, you still have and the way it works in China, obviously, if you're in the military, you're being treated better than your average citizen. Of course. And yeah. especially like if you're in the Communist Party, you're being treated better than the average. Citizen. So so they, sure. they they know how to they know how to keep a grip on things. I, I wasn't one of these people, even though. You know, a lot of the news was getting frothy about the protests in China. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't think they're going to turn this tip. I don't think that's going to happen. No, they, 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 they just, you know. Yeah. Some people, the Chinese people don't have the will to topple that thing because they're living a much better life than they ever have before. So I, think I don't even know if it's the, the will. Light. They don't have the wherewithal. I mean, they don't have like the weapons that would be needed. They don't. They don't have the leverage. They. I mean, obviously, oh, there's yeah. way more of them than there are of the military. And can you, you imagine? Can, can you imagine if the Chinese population had right uh, access to guns like Americans do? Jeez. <laughs> maybe we should. Hey, that's a great idea. I mean, we have what two guns for every man, woman, and child. I thought it was eight, but okay. maybe eight. What? Maybe we send some of the excess ones there. Just yeah, nailed, but who's going to get? Them. Who's going to give up their guns? Come on. Ah, that's a good. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you make a good point. Sorry about that. So the national mood in in Canada is fairly uh, okay, even with the yeah, Queen dead, stable. even after it's the Queen stable. died. Wait, what about the Queen? Did did that upset people when the Queen died? She's come on. She was like, she's like. 97-year-old woman yeah. dies. It's like, who's surprised? Really? Well, the biggest news in the whole thing was like 89-year-old guy finally becomes king. Okay, 72, whatever, but still. Right, yeah. Prince Charles. Wah, wah. Who cares? I mean, king really. Charles. King, king Charles. Oh, I'm king, sorry. So we should just call him King Charles. Are they going to put Charles his ugly Spanish. mug on the beautiful Canadian money? Not yet. All right. Thank goodness. But that will come. Eventually. Really? They'll have to do it. Yeah. He's I mean really, he's kind of horrific looking. Uh 
I don't want to. I don't want to uh, royalty shame anybody. Sorry about that. <laughs> I think I just created a phrase, royalty shame. Yeah, the Canadian money. If you haven't been to Canada recently, they, they're beating our money. Uh, I mean, two to one. It's it's, and I'm not talking about the exchange rate. Actually, if you go up there now, you get about a dollar. 36 canadian for every u.s dollar so go which is a bargain like yeah. when i was a kid we used to go to the states to to find bargains and now mm. if now you know like i saw you you pay five dollars for a package of oreos which i pay two dollars and fifty canadian for so that's mm. like two bucks yeah so yeah all right well it's got much more colorful it's got a lot of color the money they do they print it in all different colors they they put different people on the money besides dead presidents. I guess in Canada, dead prime ministers. Well, there and, were some dead prime ministers, but there's also some cult- there were pe- people involved with culture and such. Right, like indigenous uh, peoples, for yeah. instance, making it onto the money, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I, but I, you, if you if you've been if any of your listeners have been to Mexico and held those kind of like plastic peso notes, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, right. And it, yeah. it's kind of it's very indestructible, and it's got so many security features buried oh, into almost the thing impossible that it makes it really to counterfeit. Hard for the I would fortress. imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when are we going to do that here? I don't. You know why? Why wouldn't we do that here? Our money still, as far as I know, printed on paper. It's green. There there aren't alternate colors to the money. Which really helps, you know, when you pull a wad of bills out of your wallet, it helps. Not that everybody in Canada is shopping with cash, but we went up okay. there. Go ahead. It's true, though. I mean, like, this is something that my my daughters laugh at me about is because every time they go traveling in the States, the first thing my wife and I say is, remember, all U.S. money looks alike. Yeah. Make sure you look carefully at what you're giving someone. Because yes. I know a blue a blue note is a 5. I know a green note is a 20. Right. I know a purple note is a 10. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Plus, they don't have any pennies up there. So yeah. no more pennies. Yeah, we got, we got rid of pennies. We also got rid of dollar bills and $2 bills. Wow. So you got the loony, right, for a yes. uh, dollar. And then what's which one is the $2 it's, coin? It's called a toonie. Toonie. Okay. Why not? A loony and a toonie, yes. A loony and a toonie. I like that. They, it makes sense. And it probably saves Canada a lot of money on money. Because, you know, currency and coinage is expensive to make. Yeah. Right? And, uh, yeah. And it also makes it good because if you're one of those people who save change in the, the in in your pocket, well, when you, you've got $5 in change, that is literally five coins – well, that's that's an easy way to say it. Yeah. There you go. Now, in terms of being a uh, citizen of any other place, have you ever wished like you had dual citizenship, maybe American citizenship, European citizenship, some other citizenship? Are you happy just being Canadian? Yeah, I'm super happy just being Canadian. When I was mm. a kid, I really thought the States was was it and where I want to live and mm. that that would be the future of the world. And many of the people that I went to high school with are leading really happy, very productive, sorry, very happy, productive lives down there. Um, but uh, I'm happy as heck where I am. Okay. I'm happy as heck with the quality of life, with the health care that we have, mm. and uh, a reasonable, rational government. Yeah. Okay. Hey, can you explain the Tragically Hip to me? Because everywhere in Kingston, they, you know, that band is from Kingston, Ontario. Right. So everywhere you go... They there's tragically hip stuff and there's uh, even one store that just sells a lot of their merchandise. But uh, 
I never really cottoned to that band. Am I doing something wrong when no, I listen you to see, the Treasure? You see, you're either in, into the hip or you're not. Like to me, he sounds a bit like a goat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it sounds like a goat singing the whole time. Really? That's just my take. And now, you know, people are going to hate me and hate me and hate me for saying yeah. that. But you're either into the hip or you're not. And personally, I I'm was never really into not it. into them. I felt terrible. Well, I was no, up there. It's, okay. it's like, okay. So Arcade Fire, for instance. Arcade Fire would be your choice over the tragically for Canadian bands, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, okay. I would say that that's a pretty fair a pretty fair one to and say. And where do you stand on Nickelback? Uh, I do not like Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. I don't know this who likes This is why we're friends, by the way. This like, is seriously, who likes Nickelback? Uh, a lot of people, man. They just did a show somewhere and... I saw, caught sight of it on social media, and and somebody was going on and on about Nickelback, and I just thought, oh god, oh well. Uh, you by know, the a way, picture of Taylor Swift at age like fifteen posing with Nickelback popped into my Facebook feed the other day, and I was like, oh no, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, John K of Steppenwolf was was apparently lived in Kingston. I think maybe when he left Germany, when he got the hell out of Germany. He might have landed in, in Kingston. So if I'm going to choose anybody, musical hero from Kingston, Ontario, it's going to be John Kay of Steppenwolf, just saying. but Okay. Uh, and if I'm going to go with, you know, like, all-time favorite Canadian bands, uh, see if you can guess who I'm going to say. Canadian artists or Canadian bands? It'll be BTO. Definitely Bachman Turner Overdrive. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, who Turner. else could it be? It could be the Guess Who. And the Guess Who. Big fan of the Guess Who. Uh, of course, Neil Young. Got to say, Neil Young. Of course, of course. And then, who am I forgetting? I'm. I, I've never really well, the felt band. the band. Yeah, actually, the band. Yeah, the, all of them were Canadian, except, of course, for Levon Helm. And yeah. uh, I never really cared for Rush. Rush was never my thing. I'm sorry to all the Rush Why fans out there. I mean, no, it was the tone. I, I mean, like God, like the, those guys are amazing musicians and everything. But the the sound of him singing, like, it just drives me out the wall. Yeah, I, like, I was in an elevator one time with uh, Alex Lifeson and Getty Lee. And, and oh, I, my. Yeah. Took the elevator when I was at SiriusXM, got into the elevator. They climbed in, and we all rode down. And I think I engaged them in some kind of conversation. I forget what the hell it was. But, you know, I I was trying to just, you know, be polite because I didn't want to tell them, you know, I'm sorry I never bought a Rush record. Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, and there you go. Uh, Triumph, by the way, too. Triumph, I've, I've always been a fan of Triumph from yeah. from Canada. But other than that, I think we've got all caught up with Canadian Dave. I said I was going to keep you for 20 minutes, and I kept you for like 30 minutes. So thank you. No, 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 that's no problem. The, the only other one to remember as far as Canadian artists is a much overlooked band with probably a one-hit wonder, but that would be Golden Earring and Radar Love, which is oh, just shit. still... I always think they're British, see? I always thought they were English, but you're right. <laughs> I can't band. tell killer, you... Killer, that's just a killer song. I, I can't tell you how many times I, I would listen to that when I'd go to the hobby shop in Lindenhurst when I was like 12, 13, and I was into building models. This was the greatest hobby shop you ever saw. They had like a one of those large-scale slot car tracks, you know, with the really big slot cars. and Wow, and, and you could play it. And you could you could work it, and you could... They had a jukebox, and I would put on Radar Love, and they had these arcade games, and I would sit there and use the play the arcade games. It was a it was a really great spot. And that song, whenever I hear that song, I think of that hobby shop, because that's the power of music. How about Loverboy? They're from Canada. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> what about DOA? How about what about He's DOA? Yeah, that's same true. Thing as like so is Brian pass. Adams. Or hard is pass. Ron- yeah, Brian Adams, another hard pass. Yeah. Uh, and he has a Kingston connection too, Brian Adams, I believe, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure so. what it is, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the all-time number one Canadian band, according to this list I'm looking at right here, is is Rush, who oh, lost yeah. one of their members not that long ago. So yeah, I, yeah, I think they disbanded after that. I think they did that thing where they were like, "We're not going to carry on." And I respect that. By the way, I think uh, I was a little disappointed to see what ZZ Top did. I thought, okay, you know, you could keep doing ZZ Top, but it's not really ZZ Top. It's like uh, seeing the Who with Kenny Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Or Led Zeppelin with Jason Bonham. No offense, Jason Bonham. You're just not John Bonham. Well, of course. All right. Well, I think we've touched on everything we could possibly touch on until we speak again. Canadian Dave from Toronto. That's our Canada Calling segment. And again, thank you for taking the time. Good chatting with you, man. Always good chatting. You have fun. And you take care. There There goes Canadian Dave who we spoke to via the horrible Skype. That's not horrible. I just don't like that they have to add these sounds. Why can't it sound like a phone ringing? Like an old telephone ringing. That's all I want. Why can't Why can't you allow custom sounds, Skype? What's the matter with you? Now i got to hear some Tragically Hip, because I don't even know what the hell they sound like. And the whole time we were in Canada, I told myself, Self, you got to get some of that uh, tragically hip going on. See what they sound like. According to Dave, the guy sings like a goat. And, uh, I mean, if I'm going to ha- listen to somebody singing like a goat, I guess I, I'm just going to listen to a goat. Like, cut out the middleman. Why do I want to hear somebody who sounds like a goat? Where is their music? Let's see. I'm trying to find something. I'm going to play literally the first thing I find. Of course, it's going to have an ad first because people stink. That's, wait a minute. All right, that's an ad for a Canadian. Look at that. It's an ad for Neil Young. Let's try this. This is the Tragically Hip. In case you were wondering the hell they sound like. They're Canadians. Eh? First thing we climbed the tree And made it then we talked Or sit silently All right. And listen to our thoughts uh, mm. Illusions of someday Cast in a golden light No dress Not- Feeling this, I'm sorry, whatsoever. Oh, well. Eh. All right. I, maybe I just need to get into it, uh, into it a little more. Maybe I need to be really drunk. I don't know. I, I, I felt terrible walking around the streets there at Kingston and not being into the tragedy. Here's another one of theirs. More of that acoustic guitar shit. Huh. There's nothing really standing out here for me, I'm sorry. I left your house this morning. 
It's just too sincere for me. I, I, I just can't take music that is that sincere. It's just too sincere. I don't even know what I mean by that, but I think you know what I mean by that. The phone lines are open again at 760-422-5528-760. I call AV. 760-422-5528-760. I call AV. Somebody here called me. Let's see who this is. <laughs> oh, hi. It's listener Robert. You said you'd opened up the phones. I didn't realize it was to an answering machine. But I'm trying to get straight who is related to whom on the radio. And so my question tonight is, is sweet tea the same as Terry tea? And if there are any other teas who they might be related to. Okay. Bye-bye. Wait, what? I gotta, I gotta call this guy and correct him. The hell is he talking about? He thinks sweet tea, namely my wife, is Terry tea, namely Terry Delanco. No. Let me call. Let me see if I can call him. Come on. I'm trying to call him. How do I call him? There we go. Call this guy. Add him to the contacts. Eh. You'd think it would be simple. you think I would just be able to just click on his name and call him, but it's not that simple. Eh, this is your proof that this is a live program. If it wasn't a live program, would I be fumfering like this? Here, I'm just going to try dialing him. Maybe that will work. Where's my dialing music? This is Aerial View on the houndnyc.com for another, oh, 10 minutes or so. Let me try calling Robert. Yeah, that worked. All right. Finally figured it out. Good thing I'm fast on my feet. Is that the expression? No, uh, Robert, sweet tea is not Terry tea. Different tea. Okay. Okay. But is there another tea at the place you don't like talked about uh, who is related to that tea or either tea? Uh, who is the other tea? Um, either either of those two teas, <laughs> either sweet tea or Terry tea. Is but you? I thought you just asked if there was another tea down there at the yeah, uh, radio you know, factory. The, yeah. the, the last name that I keep forgetting, you know. Uh, I don't think so, no. Oh, okay, because they do have so. a lot of people related to a lot of other people there. and um, They do? And I, well, I guess yeah, so. Well, uh, listen, and, and I haven't I, been there since 2016. Like it. I, it, it astounds me sometimes to think it's been that uh, long. I'm no longer welcome there. You might know that well, story. Well, I mean, no. Actually, from what I from what I read from you, actually, sounds like you maybe are welcome there, and you know, you're not by the gatekeeper. I mean, no, no, no. The gatekeeper uh, never responded to any of my emails or texts or calls or contacts or anything. 
about uh, trying to return now. So no, that's that a one-way one door. Go? If you walk through that door, it slams shut behind you, and you are not going back. It's so as simple it, as that. It was, it was that long ago. I thought it was like more recently. July of 2016, I did my last wow. aerial view there. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking mm. about your last, your, your friendly encounter. Oh, well, I went to the holiday party in January right. of 2020. I was uh, invited by Fabio and attended with him. And the gatekeeper saw me and, and said my name, exclaimed my name, Chris. And that was about it. We had no contact that night other than that. He didn't speak to me. I didn't speak to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other night I was sitting around with the missus talking about possibly writing him a letter and putting it in the mail, the actual mail. And she said, why would you do that? I mean, he hasn't responded to any other contact you've had in all these years. So, And my theory no. was, well, it would be harder to not open a letter. Someone sends you an actual letter in the mail, the actual mail, you're going to open it just out of curiosity and see what it has to say. But would he respond? Probably not. And it's all a deep shame to me. It's just the shame. It's such a waste of time and a waste of life. You know what I mean? This this reminds me of a recent conversation, actually, well, just like an hour ago, with a relatively recent acquaintance who's relating to me about a lady friend of his and how you know uh, he's known her for decades actually and now she said a certain thing with a quiver in her voice that made it sound suspicious do i think he should ask her this thing oh come on (laughs) like yeah like you're asking me for but unfortunately that's kind of like how i read your writings about um, about this. Yeah. How? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not clear what you're saying. Well, it's like, you know, statements about, oh, gee, you know, uh, one of us should maybe reach out to the other, but, um, well, I don't know if I do, if I don't, whatever, how will the other, etc. And uh, I'm just so glad I'm not like that. On the other hand, maybe the fact that I'm not like that uh, is why I never have a serious relationship. Oh, well, there you go. That could explain it. Yeah, how old are you, by the way, dare I ask? I'm 68. 68, and you've never had a serious relationship? Eh, not that I would call serious. Hmm. Uh, how wh- how long was your longest know. relationship? Hmm. Gee. Uh... You really have to think about this, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do because it's a long ago, and I have to think about. It. And hmm. you know, we're still we're still friends. She's still. I only have eight minutes present. left in the program, by the way. Well, yeah. Why can't you occupy it with something better than me? <laughs> What's better than you? Come on, we're going to put the spotlight on you for just a minute. Find out right. why at the age of sixty-eight. Are you are you lonesome? Would you say you're lonesome? You're lonely. What are you? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I'd yeah. Have to say that, yeah, yeah. I what mean, about one of those robot it, companions they make now? <laughs> no. Anyway, but basically, for for partly friendship and partly economic reasons, in recent years, you know, you say you 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 couldn't afford Brooklyn anymore or a particular place. I I couldn't afford the Bronx anymore, so I moved out here. What are you on uh, Staten Island? <laughs> six years ago, no, no, <laughs> no, Sussex. 
Sussex County. Sussex County, New Jersey. Way the hell right. out there. Wow. That's right. Way the You're hell You're practically out in Pennsylvania. That's true. Yeah. And I visit there sometimes. There you go. And, uh, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And uh, so I've had a succession of housemates, um, most of whom I've known for a fairly long time. Well, all right. First one was a friend of a friend. And unfortunately, after a little over a year, he died, but he was in ill health to begin with. Oh, Jesus. Then then I had, you know, somebody who was known to be temporary, you know, mm. just to... Uh, I mean, you know, need, needed a place to stay. I needed the money. And, I'm curious, um, though. Are you still listening to the Freeform Station of the Nation? Oh, yeah. Okay. Money. In fact, Now, how has it changed in the last, I don't know, five, six years? What would you say is uh, different, better, not so good? I mean, well, I, I, I showed up there in 1986, and I think I was there for pretty much the golden era. And I've been listening since 1980. Yes. Uh, well, late in 1980, so it's like 42 years. Um, but over in the last five years, well, one of the things has been enormous expansion. I mean, they've got they got a ridiculous number of streams now, um, and you know, uh, the, you know the the uh, chief says that they would rather compete with themselves than compete with others. Mm-hmm. And it does it does make for an amazing choice of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's uh, let me see how they how and the they money are. that you would be spending on a relationship you're sending to them. I'm going to guess, right? <laughs> if that if that's the case, yeah, you're you're in a relationship. A very, very you're in a relationship cheaper. with WFMU. Something else. It, yeah, it would have been a very very cheap relationship. It's my lover, my lover. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Yeah. Send me more Actually, T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How many of the see. T-shirts are you wearing right now? You got like three or four on? No, no. Actually, okay. I, I, the, the tchotchkes, the, I, I, I usually refuse that. Uh, mm. but, but, but my first, the, the, the housemate that I was describing, he was a WFMU listener, and he had, he had every, you know. Oh yeah. No, listen, I just... get it. It's, 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 it's <laughs> kind of like a cult. I hate to say it, but uh, not. Yeah. I'm, you know. There's a, a there's a there's a Nexium thing going sort of he, Nexium adjacent thing going on there. He he swooned over um oh uh what's her name uh good old what's her name? Yeah, you know, well that's the trouble. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> that, well, this is part of the whole reason of the you know the, the whatever. Um All right. Uh, uh oh Here's a question for you. Is there anything there now like what I did? Like aerial view, an hour long Freeform talk show where the topic changed every week and no took a lot of phone I, calls. I wouldn't and, say that. Yeah. Well, actually, no. Actually, there there might be. I'm gathering that there is one, but mm-hmm. that I on you know on one of the channels, but I haven't I haven't listened to it because either I'm doing something else at that hour or whatever they offer at, else up against it. This, now, were this, you an um, aerial view listener back in the day? Did you listen to the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. I'm not expecting you to remember me, but you know, uh, and I, I wasn't. I I wouldn't say I was a like a faithful listener, but I listened to it probably right. more times than not. I remember I, you. You I, were the guy who's never had a long term relationship. I remember you. Yeah, except we didn't talk about that then, so you, <laughs> you couldn't remember it from then. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but true. anyway, my my current housemate is is someone 
uh, who I've known, well, actually, they're basically the, the one after the temporary one, he died too. And uh, So it's the common link here is you. Are you killing these uh, roommates? That, that, what are you doing? That's what friends, that's what friends you know, yeah. think. I, I started to think that back in the 90s when, when um, oh, uh, uh, Linda Twig died. And, uh, uh, you didn't know her, did you? I, I don't recall that name, but oh well. Okay. okay. Hmm. You know, Lower East Side. Yeah. He's quite a, a known figure and, uh, and another Not friend. And, uh, well. But how did we get on to such a downer of a... Uh, I think it started oh, with you. I, I think some. You're right. You're yeah, right. You, you, you just took it. People. You just drove us into a ditch. It's probably my <laughs> fault too, though. I'm the host, so it's probably me. I'll take the blame on this one, Robert. It's not you. So, okay. are you? Uh, but but, but, I'll, but I will say this. Okay, mm-hmm. look, I haven't I haven't listened to you in a while. Yeah. Because they put up so much stuff in your time slot, even in your Tuesday rerun time slot. It's mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, gee, now there's so many things. But DJ Stashu, who dances to her own <laughs> stuff, mm-hmm. she is off tonight. And so I said, well, I, I caught a break. Look at that. Christina. I caught a break. That's right. That's, yeah. that's exactly it. Good deal. Listen, uh, so, you could always listen to the podcast. It's available wherever you get the podcast. But I do appreciate you calling in. We're pretty much out of road, Robert. I thank yeah. you so much for the phone call. Okay. And I wish for you a. Uh, are you, do you celebrate Christmas? Yule. Yule. Okay. I wish for you a very happy Yule and, you. and, and New Year as well. And and you as well. And how's the cave doing? Uh, that cave is gone. It, it, it's uh, pleased. It's, you missed that. All right. Yeah, see you later. Goodbye. Out of road. Out of time. Don't forget, Sunday, the Hound Howl at 3 p.m. Crashing the party is at 5 p.m. Mark and Miriam doo-wop chop shop of the air. And uh, I'll try to do another live aerial view next week. I think it's possible. Meanwhile, here's my favorite Canadian artist of all time. Day. Wow.